to the back porch conjure. I am Efa Bayo. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, pillow, a blanket. Hell, sit right here on the stoop next to me. Get you something cold or drink some water, some tea, some coffee, some juice. Hell, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on, for real. Over these past few days, I've had some great conversations with a lot of people. 
I've had some confirmations and I'm sitting there like, you know, there's so many topics you can reach on. There's so many things that you can touch bases on. There's so much going on in the news in the world today. You can pinpoint on and speak about that and get followers because everybody want to know your take on it or speak about this or speak about that. And I'm like, that's cool. But I like to speak about the truth, about things that pertain to me and my experience in my life and those people that help me or reflect on me. And as I was sitting here saying, okay, I can talk about this, I can talk about that, it dawned on me. For these last couple of days, people called to want to know my opinion, to want to know what my spirit say, to want my intake, my knowledge, my, my voice of reason. Now, let me explain to y'all. I've been around a lot of people, spiritual people, that people see high up. Oh, they got a great following. They are great at what they do. They do all that. I'm just a regular old girl from the hood, from the South, that just been around those people. And these people will call me and say, hey, I was wondering, what you think about this? Or what do you see of this way? I would never pat myself on the shoulder. I've always played the background behind the curtains. I remember hearing Angie Stone's story about D'Angelo. She wrote for him. She dressed him. Told him how to act, how to do, how to, you know, present himself. All of that. Like, she was the product. The mastermind. He was just the face. Show him how to say things, how to speak. Because she was around all of this. But because of her insecurities, her flaws, her low self-esteem, real talk. And they didn't help her, right? They didn't help her. So as she told him what to sing, how to sing, she, you know, she had what pitch to go in, what note. She wrote most of his songs. And when it was time for him to get his award, his Grammy, she was out picking out something for her to wear because she just automatically knew this is my man. I'm, I was the one behind everything. She just knew she was going to go with him and be on his arm. Well, the record company sent over his date. Very thin, very beautiful woman. Very beautiful. Sent his date, his escort. So when she came back, now she went and got her nails done, got her hair done and everything. It's Angie Stone. She see the girl there. She's like, hi, <laughs> who is this? And... He was like, the record company thinks that it would be better and a good look for him if, you know, he goes with this woman. She didn't break. She said, oh, okay. Right? <laughs> but remember, she was the one 
That was coaching, educating, all of that. Well, the record company know, right? They know, they assumed, or the manager must have saw her do things, and they assumed he could do it. Well, she stopped. She stopped. And someone told her she should sing. She should come out from behind the curtain. And when she did, baby, amazing. Voice, everything, amazing. She went and got the surgery. She lost the weight. Now, I have a thing, side note. It doesn't matter what size you are. It's your character that speaks volume. doesn't matter what size you are. If you go by society standards, skinny women are so beautiful, they're so approachable, they're so... Oh, some skinny women are batshit crazy, and they don't know their ass from their elbow. Some big women, too. Some middle women. People are people. But... If you know that this person is helping you, that's showing you the ropes, and you co-sign with what society deems, then you deserve everything you get. And what happened, my love? You don't see D'Angelo no more. He got fat. He just stopped singing because Angie Stone wasn't there to pull up, to pull the cords, to tell you what to do. I can give you the recipe. I can give you the recipe to anything I cook. Don't mean it's going to come out the same. I may stir it three times. You may stir it six. That third time might be the one to mix them flavors in. You can copy me. Ain't going to be the same. That's how God designed us. She made music with everybody. And her voice was impactful, is what they said. Impactful. But she still had that mentality of playing the background. Even though she lost the weight, she still stayed stuck in that room of playing the background. Of still having that low self-esteem. Of still not being... I mean, when I say her voice is fucking amazing. But if you still mentally stay stuck in that room... I'm going to fuck what your gift is. I've met people, like I said, amazing, amazing gifts, amazing talent. But mentally, they're stuck in the room as well. See, I was in that room. I'm not going to lie. I would, I would play the background because people would say, oh, you know, because you, you haven't been around a long time. You know, in the in the Santo community, so you don't, you know, no one's gonna listen to you, and I believe that because it came from the mouth of those people I held in high esteem. It came from the people that I assumed wanted the best for me, but as long as they can call me and tell, ask me how to, where should the camera go? Or, how should they sit at the table? Does this makeup look right? Or is these words approachable? Or, you know, do you know about this guest? See, because whenever I interviewed someone, I did a background. I wanted to know what great achievements did you do? What did you, you know, so this way I can ask. 
and make you feel comfortable. And I would, now if it was, and I always ask, is there certain things you don't want to talk about? And they go, yeah, I don't want to talk. Great. I'm not going to bring it up. Even if someone's in the comments bringing it up, my moderators are already well equipped. Listen, these things are, are non-negotiable. They don't want to talk about that. And they would remove them. So we wouldn't even acknowledge that. Right? So I did my homework. No, I'm not a talk show host. No, I'm not the great I am. I'm human. I'm just a person sharing their experience. I want you to be able to share your story in a comfortable setting and talk about your life, not with no one judging you. So when I was doing it or stepping out in the front, they hurried up and pushed me back the same way. That's why I was so angry when I was at, you know, the ceremony of being presented to the drum where, oh, she's just a nigga and pushed me back. I felt that. I was so angry. I was angry because once again, I had to live with that. But it was, I don't blame them. I blame me because I allowed them to silence me. I allowed them to make me feel insecure. I allowed them to say, you weren't good enough. But can you help me with this? Can you tell me what I need to say? Can you write down what I need to do? Can you tell me the recipe to this? Can, do you know a spell for this? Can you Do you know the workings, how to do this? You know how many people hit me up? Ifa Bay, uh, you know, do you know uh, a recipe or you know something I could do to bring my baby daddy back or to help me get money or to help me to get more clients? And then when you see them online, it's like, Yo, they got a big-ass following. <laughs> and because I allowed them to do that. But then I had someone tell me, why are you always playing the back? Step out. Like, yo, I know that was you because I know you. I know that didn't come from them. I guarantee you. My friend told me one time, this was a while ago. He said, stay off the line for a week. I guarantee you those people don't have nothing to talk about, nothing to say. Because the writer is going. And I did. I stayed off for a week. I didn't get online. I didn't do none of that. And my friend hit me up when I got back online. And he said, see, I told you. Those people don't have shit to say. And then I noticed I started cutting people off and blocking people and just removing myself. And coming back out into the forefront. And they got mad. Because it was no more of me being of service to you. So when I sat there and were like, yeah, no, I can't help you with that. Don't you know how to do that? Oh, my God, you used to help me. Yeah, if you pay me. Are you paying me? Oh, my God. Girl, girl, I ain't never pay you before. Yeah, that was before. This is now. Welcome to the new era. Welcome to the new life. You pay everybody else. Why can't you pay me? Never minding. And then they would they would throw their shots. And I would laugh. And then after a while, it stopped becoming entertaining and I blocked them. People love you as long as you're not doing better than them. People appreciate you as long as you're dumb, blind, and stupid. People like you as long as you are blindly following, loyal, and all that to them. 
Until you start asking questions, until you start stepping out, until you start setting boundaries. Now you're a problem. Now you're jealous. Now you ain't shit. Now my spirit told me years ago to leave her alone. <laughs> that was the funny one when I saw that. My spirit told me years ago to leave her alone. Just last year, I was the best thing since sliced bread. Now what's that your spirit say? And let me say this, because I, I really want this to be heard all over the world. If you are a grown-ass woman or a grown-ass man, and you don't have nothing going on in your life, and you got to make six or seven fake pages to follow someone, it is not the person that you are following. They're not the problem. Your ass is. You're the sick one. You're the one that needs fucking help. You have no life. And I pray that you get healed. I pray that a therapist come in and put you on some medication because just you talking out your problems is not enough. Sometimes we need to be medicated. And you, my darling, or my kind sir, need some medication because that brain wave is off balance. Real talk. Fix it. Because that is some sick shit. I'm not even going to lie. That's some sick shit. If I have to get up early in the morning, create a fake page just to worry about what somebody is doing. So I can report back to the crew. That's some sick shit. That means you have nothing going on in your fucking life. And yes, if you think I'm talking about you, I am. Because that is some sick shit. It's sick. It is sick. It is sick. I'm... I, I still cannot wrap my head around it. Like, yo, you don't have no dishes to wash. You don't have no fucking cabinets you need to go through. Some dishes maybe you need to replace or some clothes you need to go through and see if you can fit. Maybe some paint. Go and water your plants or something. Go watch your coochie. Real talk. Go sit in some tub and water and soap for a little bit. Go get a yoni steam or something. Get a waxing. Do something with yourself. For real. Seriously. I know it's some things you need to do. Like clean that stove. Move that refrigerator. And sweep and mop behind that. For real. For real. Clean off that altar with them bugs in that glass. I know you got some things you can do. Then getting up. Worrying about if someone is posting something about you. And then going back and reporting it to the rest of the group. You need Therapy and medication. For real. Anyway. We play this background. Because we don't think we are capable. Of stepping in or stepping up. We don't. We, we dim our light. Because this person may have a big following. They may have a known name. Or they may have. I don't care who you are now. See I used to. I'm serious. I used to be like that. I used to be like, well, spirit said instead of me saying it. Like, no, it came from me. The message came from me. And I remember, no shade. I remember I was at a Misa at my godmother's house. And she was getting on it. She was like, oh, you know, y'all are all here and no one's saying anything. Y'all all recalled. Y'all all so spiritual. But when one of them stepped up, when one of my god sisters stepped up to say something, no, that ain't right. So then I'm sitting there in my head having a full conversation. What's the use of us saying something if you're going to knock us down? Like, what is the use of that? So we all just sat there. So she would pay other spiritualists to come and sit at the table because 
No matter what we said, they would shoot us down. And I was like, wow. I, I ain't say anything. I Once again, I would listen to DMX. Get at me, dog. For real. Seriously. No, no one wants to be embarrassed. No one wants to be. Even if you're dead on, you're spot on, they're still going to say you're wrong. I think that's the worst thing someone can do to somebody. Is to douse their fire because you don't want it to shine. That's horrible to do to people. It is. But I remember one time, you know, sometimes you reach a breaking point and sometimes you just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And when I tell you I was going through, my health was failing. I was in a shelter. I mean, damn, I was surrounded by my enemies. I couldn't go anywhere. I wasn't making money. I was losing money at my shop. Like everything was stacked against me. But I stayed holding on every morning and every evening. I would go and stand at that river. I would go to the store, get a, a cup of tea, get a jar of honey, and maybe get some kind of honey bun or a sweet cake. And I would drop the coins in and I would put the honey bun inside of the trash for a leg while, and I would taste the honey and pour the honey in the river. And I would give thanks to the train track that was above me and the, the bridge. And I would talk to them. Man, I would sit out there and talk to them, not even caring if someone bothered me or tried to snatch me or anything. I was just, they were the only ones I could talk to. Ogun, Olegua, and Oshun. That was it. And Alofi, that was up in there. I, 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 was, I couldn't talk to people. My godmother had it where if you talk to someone about spirituality, she's going to find out. So don't tell nobody because then it's going to make it seem like somebody's doing voodoo to you. So don't speak about what you're going through. My god sisters and all of them, whatever you said to them, they're going to run back and tell my godmother because everybody wanted to be the golden child. So and you couldn't tell nobody else that was around in the spiritual circle then because they wanted to be in my godmother's good graces. So they would go back and tell her. So, and your regular friends that wasn't spiritual, you don't want to get judged to be like, well, I told you that's the devil's work. So why would you get in? So the only ones I could talk to was Egon, God, Alegua, Ogun, and Oshun. Those were the only ones. The only ones I could talk to. I couldn't talk to anybody else. I couldn't talk to my family because they would have been like, I told you. Couldn't talk to friends. Couldn't talk to nobody. So I went. One day we was all at my godmother's house. And, you know, I guess, I guess that was the breaking point, right? That was the breaking point to where I didn't care no more. Because if you're constantly telling me how bad of a God child I am and how bad we are doing and like we can't do nothing wrong and people are sneaking around, it is not us. It's you. It's not us. But I was at that point that I was looking at the buses and the trains to say, I can leave. I don't need this. So we was in my godmother's house and my the Jabona walked in and she said, We had a we was at a drumming. I'm here to tell y'all, we was at a drumming. 
And my godmother's in the background, you know, the amen choir. Yep, yep, tell him, tell him. And she said, Oshun says she see y'all. She see what y'all doing. When I tell you, I got up and was like, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God, thank you. And they looked at me. And I'm telling you, tears and everything was running down my face. I said, because I'm going through so much. That's all I needed is for her to know that. They looked at me. I guess they said, this bitch. <laughs> like, this bitch. If we was lying, bitch, we wasn't talking about you. And she was like, they really did. They looked at me and was like, we ain't talking about you. I didn't care at that moment. At that moment, Donna came to the forefront. She said, look, I'm tired of all this shit. Y'all move back. Donna, Naifa, Bale, not Ocon, Onee, not none of them. Donna came up to the forefront and said, hello. Now, y'all said we were going to get a good life. Y'all said stuff is going to be fruitful. I ain't read the fine print. That they got to break you down to the bare minimum before they can build you back up. They ain't tell us we was going to be on some bionic man and woman shit. I didn't read that part. I was so open. Just wanting to say I was in the, in the fold. I was finally following my destiny. No one tells you about the work that goes with it. No one tells you about the feelings and the emotions that you go through. No one tells you about the brokenness, the aloneness. No one tells you about all that. They don't. Because then that way you will be scared and you won't go through with it. Because now you have to question yourself, your sanity. And see, and they don't tell you that. You know, they don't tell you that, hey, you great by this TV and, you know, you got a remote and it's a flat screen. They don't come with no wires. They don't come with no hooks. You got to purchase all that on your own. What about batteries? Mm -mm. And it's a special made battery. So they only give it out once a year. And if you miss that line, you fucked up. Because your TV can't come on. Because the only way it can come on is through the remote. <laughs> now, mind you, I have no regrets of being initiated. I have no regrets of going through that whole ordeal of a year and seven days. I don't feel bad and I don't regret every, neither, every step. It built me up. And it made me come forward. Because I was already adult. I was already grown. But it definitely allowed me to come forward. And to be who I am. With no remorse. And no apologies. And no regrets. But it also, through these years, made me stand on my own. Now, have I lost friends? No. I lost people that shouldn't have been in my life in the beginning. And when I look at how we came about of being friends, it was really on some undercover or you, you look like you bring in a coin. So... I, I want you over here. It wasn't no s sincerity. It wasn't no, you know, I learned how to be a friend when I turned 23. Seriously. I learned how to be a friend when I turned 23.
because I didn't have no concept of what a friend was. I knew what it was to be around the people. I know what it was to hang around people, and I knew what it was to say I know somebody. I didn't know what a friend was until I turned 23. When I became friends with my god sister Wanda, when I became friends with Carol, when I became friends with Rachel and them, I became friends with people. And then as an adult, I learned what sisterhood was. Sisterhood. Different concept. Jules' son got into altercation and he got stabbed up. She was my sister. She's always going to be my sister. Not blood. She was my sister. And when I got home, Craig Ebae was like, yo, Jules' son, I dropped the phone when I was at the hospital. I was at the hospital. Didn't even know Craig's last name, Dean. That's her son's name, too. I was at the hospital. At the hospital right there at her side. Me, her, and Yvonne. Ten toes deep. I ain't care if there was food cooked, but my husband had already was like, yo, I got everything. So I didn't even second guess, though, because I right there by her side. Sisterhood. Sisterhood. See, I learned what that was. So, and it, it took me some trial and error. Took me of making mistakes, of them making mistakes. And then it taught me forgiveness, first of myself, and that part of me. Then it took me of forgiving others. And then it also made me be an adult to where, is this friendship, sisterhood worth pursuing and going? Because I still can love you from afar. I can clap from you. You just don't have to be at this table. And I had to learn that. But I love it because you learn how to correct people, but you also learn to be accountable. And I got sisters now that will call me on my bullshit. When I think I'm right, and I'll be like, no, nah, they'll be like, come on. That's that old shit talking. You need some healing, girl. For real. And they don't need to bring it to social media. They don't need to drag nobody. They don't need, no, we sisters. I can call you. Matter of fact, I'm on my way. Where you at? Home. Okay, I'm coming to Utica. What's up? Like that. Not that. And then it doesn't have to be posted all over. Once again, I tell you, my most greatest moments in life weren't caught on the camera. Nobody ever picked up their phone. That's how much of a good time we were having. Nobody thought about their phone. Nobody at all. Like, it, it wasn't a phone moment. It was... I'm enjoying, I am engulfed in this conversation. I am intrigued. I am giving my reply. I'm listening. What? I'm comprehending. I am, I am sensing what you're putting down. And it's not a trauma bond. No, because you've been through something. No, I've been through it, but I've healed from it. So I'm looking at it from another perspective. See, those are the great moments of. So I understand a lot of people don't know that concept of it being a friend or even having a sister bond and not being blood related. I get that. And I pray that you heal of that, that old thinking of, yeah, I know a lot of women, but I don't get along with women. Why? What, what all these women, you know, every woman on the planet, baby. 
Because what all these women did to you? Because in order for you to get... Listen. Trauma bond never builds a friendship. It just brings more trauma into the room. If we all have been hurt, abused, and that's the only thing. Let me... First of all, let me say this. I've built more friendships off of a whole bunch of females hating me. That that's their trauma bond. For real. And I own it. And I love it. I'm thankful. All I can do is laugh. For real. So I just sit there and I'm, I'm grateful for them having a trauma bond of hating me. And so I, I get it. And I sit there and I just laugh and be like, well... <laughs> But what happens when one of them heal and say, well, damn, Ifa Bayo never did nothing to me. Then she becomes the enemy number one. And now they all mad at her. While they still all mad at me. And if you ask any one of them, well, what, she, did, she, what did she do? Well, she didn't sign up to what I wanted. I'm not kissing your ass. That's not what friendship is. I'm not going to sit here and watch you just... Blatantly, watch women get hurt. I didn't build my platform on that. I started out with it, and I'm still going strong with it. If you can't help them, don't hurt them. Put them in the hands that can help them. And me watching women help or turn an eye while women get abused and essayed because that person brings in a crowd is sickening. And believe it or not, in this world, it is a lot of women that do that. And they're sick and they're hurt. They're only coming from a place of hurt. And then when they want to sit there and say, who's going to check me? I don't have to. God got two eyes. God got two eyes. And if the Arisha, the Luau, the Egon, all of them see. See, that's the part that most people tend to forget. Oh, because you're not seeing it play out on social media. It don't need to play out on social media. Arisha wasn't built on social media. Any deity, any luau, any 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 higher spiritual entity, deity, being, whatever you want to label it as. This real life. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. And because you think, oh, how could they hurt people? And how could they do all of this? Every dog has his day. And I told y'all, 2023 is the year that just exposed. Oh, but they got a big following. Do they? Some people just really like to watch. <clears throat> this elder, Tony Shango, Cabo Sile. <laughs> I love him. He said, it's like you building a mansion and then you're going outside to sleep in the garbage. Like you hand built this mansion that you're living in, brick by brick, whatever, however it is from the ground up. And after it's built, you decide to go and sleep outside in the garbage can. I was like, what? When you offer free things, and mind you, I don't have nothing against reading online for free. Or for donation. I'm not. You're going to get a following. You are. Because people love free things. They're, they're going to follow you to the gods. 
Because they're going to ask you every question. They're going to call their friends. They're going to call their good girlfriends. They're going to call their people. Uh-uh, she's reading. She's reading online. She's reading for free. Come on, come on. And you set the tone for that. And that's great. That's good. Blessings to you. Because you set that tone for $2 or donation base. You set that tone. And then when it's time for you to say, nope, this is the amount I charge for my readings a day. That number that you got, because reading free to that number when you say, hey, this is how much I charge. Those numbers ain't the same. They're not. You won't get the same. And then <laughs> you can act fake and act all that all day. You can't fake acting real. So now when people should respect and believe in what you do, they won't. They'll just sit around and wait until you do something free again. But when you start setting boundaries and start putting a price and start, yo, this is how we do things, putting some order and some discipline in it. Those people that only sit and watch and wait for you to do something free fall by the wayside. I cut a lot of people away from my life. And I'm grateful. Because as long as I was playing the background and I was attentive to them, I was great. I was the great thing. I was the best thing since sliced bread. I, I, I love you. I love you. But when I start blocking them and putting them on, yeah, do not disturb because I don't need to do not resuscitate because there's no spinning the block. Then it's, well, I don't fuck with her. Oh, my God. I don't. I, I don't. It's not that you don't fuck with me. You can't fuck with me. Not in this life. When you had access, you took advantage of it. You thought I would stay this cheerleader for you forever. And I was so great as long as I'm catering to your needs. Yeah, no. My good people, there's a lot of things that we can talk about. But I want you to know it's time for you to step out from behind the curtain. Own your power. You are more powerful than you ever imagined. Perfect your craft and walk into your greatness. And you know how that saying is? Walk like you got three trillion ancestors behind you. And when you walk into a room, know that you were invited in that room. Those other people had to pay. When you walk into any room, change the atmosphere. Don't match energies. Why? I'm tired of matching low vibrational energies. I'm walking in and changing the atmosphere. How I know, real talk, I'm going to pat my own self on the fucking back. I don't need no validation. I seen it. I was in the nail place, me and my daughter, Dee Dee. And up here, you know, you have more white <laughs> than you have black. And I was dressed regular. I had my head wrapped, you know, regular. I was coming to get my feet and my nails done. And it was before Halloween, right? No, before the 4th of July. Let me not lie. Because I asked the lady, do they have any parades or anything? And she said, no, but they do 
um, be on the parkway lighting off fire. It's very a, a nice fire work display. And I said, oh, okay, I, I want to see that. Um, but then it was raining, so I was like, oh, yeah, it was raining here and there, and then it was cold. And then I had to babysit, so I was like, okay. Um, but when I walked in, I walked in as me. I greeted everyone, even the people that was there, because I do believe, I do believe that. When you walk into a room, you speak to everyone there, and I was like, good afternoon, everybody. How y'all doing? And it was like, we are great. How you doing? I said, necessary like y'all all are. And I sat down and I waited for, you know, the seat to be there because you have to make an appointment. And I waited for my seat to be available so I can get my hands and feet done. And the lady looked around and she was like, I was talking to my daughter. But see, my daughter, this is how I know I changed the atmosphere. My daughter was walking in and she was on her phone. Now, I don't know about y'all. But majority of people, texting is great, putting your earphones on and speaking at a moderate tone is great. But talking really loud in the nail place, I think is very disrespectful, right? Because we don't need to have your, we don't need to hear your conversation, right? I, I don't want my daughter to be me. Don't get it twisted. When I go in, I either put on my, I put my headphones on and I listen to some music. Or if they're playing something, I kind of listen to that. I don't always need that massage chair. So, you know, it all depends on. Um, or, you know, I go on TikTok and see what's, what, you know, what recipe I can see for. Or if I'm going from the nail place to the supermarket, I'm going to go on there and see. Like, okay, they said to get this, this, and this. All right, all right, all right. Just double checking. So my daughter, she was on the phone with her friend. And I'm talking about she was loud. Like, yeah. So everyone in there was becoming aggravated. When I tell you aggravated, like frustrated, like, you know. So the lady next to me, she was like, so you're not from here. And I was like, no, I'm not. And we started talking. And then when I asked about Utica, the lady next to us was talking. She jumped in. Then everybody jumped in. But yet and still, my daughter was still talking. And every so often, one of them would look her way and was like, you know, getting a little frustrated. And I was like, so what are y'all going to do for the 4th of July? Like, what, do you have children? Like, you know, and I'm still doing that. So finally, after everybody got relaxed and we was all talking, I looked at my daughter and I was like, shh. She's like, oh my God, my mother is. But then... We changed the conversation to how younger people are so different now from us growing up and the things we didn't have that they have now. And so one lady was talking about her teenage daughter and people, you know, everybody in there was getting in this conversation. After a while, we even forgot that my daughter was sitting there talking. And when she noticed that no one was giving her attention, I'm being honest, she hung up the phone. When she noticed no one was giving her attention, she hung up the phone. <laughs> so I started laughing because I said, oh, she was on the phone, but she liked to be the center of attention. We ain't matching energies because I could have. Me and her could have had a conversation. I could have told her, Didi, turn that damn phone down and could have been arguing with her. And why should I destroy my day by matching energies with what she doing? 
right? And the person that she's on the phone with don't even live up here. So why should I entertain that? Now, why should I jump on the bandwagon with these women? Because they're frustrated because whatever they're going through in their life, now they got to come to the one place they hold, maybe sacred to them. And here this young ass girl getting there with all this noise. So why should I double team her and make her feel uncomfortable? So everybody had their own personal, but it was it could have became a very toxic situation. But instead, changed the atmosphere. So as I was sitting there while I was getting my nails dry, me and an older lady, right, was sitting there talking. And she was like, I really love your energy. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. She was like, no, for real. She was like, I really do love your energy. Now then, my daughter's finished. So she sat next to me. I said, yeah, that's my daughter. She said, I could tell. She said, and I love the way you handled that. She was like, I love your energy. I said, okay. And I thanked her. Me and her talked about some things that, you know, life and how, you know, we was talking about how the air when it was toxic what happened? I told her that my kids was laughing at me when I brought, you know, the uh, clean air um, machine. And she was like, oh, I'm going to buy one for my husband. I was telling her to go on Amazon because they have it. And it just, you know, cleans. I said, I have one in every room and it cleans the air. So when that, that part came to New York and came up here and that fucking skies and everything. And they said the air was toxic because Canada and the fires, which we all said the same thing been living here all my life. I ain't never hear Canada fires and the air getting like that. I don't know who the government and who people lying to. But we had the machine. And she was like, yeah, her husband, you know, he got sick. And I was like, see? So my kids was laughing at me when I brought my machine. But the older ones and the plugins I had, I had extra plugins. And I said, here, put these in there because my grandkids are next door and my daughter's downstairs. But they were laughing at me. But when it came time to put it to use, my, do you still got, yeah, here, plug these in, and here you go, and you plug this in. They didn't get sick. Their kids was running around, the lungs and everything. I even brought me a full mask with the air cleanser in it and all of that. And they laughing at me, and I still got it, still in the box. And they laughing at me. I said, guess what? I could be able to go outside if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, changing the atmosphere instead of allowing toxic. And also, I want to touch on, I have friends that were wanted to get in on an online beef. And I was like, why? Why subject your page, your brand, your name into something that really don't have anything to do with you? And they were like, oh, but... They said your name. Who cares? You know how many people say my name out loud? Who cares? Are we adults or are we children? But who cares? At the end of the day, who cares? Who cares? At the end, I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of doing and I know the power and the gift that I possess. And if they're talking about me, the very person, and I'm not sitting there giving them no light, no shine, and I'm not co-signing or whatever they're saying, who cares? And for future reference, because I love you, 
You don't even need to bring back whatever it is they're saying about me. The craziest thing is speaking about E5 Bayo, and she don't even know what you said. So, hi. And the people that were, and I told them, thank you for looking out for me. I appreciate you. But you don't need to. Because if it was that important or they really wanted me to know, they would pick up the phone and call me. But they're not. So who cares at this level? Who cares? So you're going to risk your brand, your name, your company, all of that. For me, grateful. I'm thankful. But that's the most stupidest move in the world. Let me tell you, when Jay-Z had an interview with Gail King, and she said, oh, the, the consensus, did you see the post? Dinner with Jay-Z or 50000 or a million dollars, whatever the amount was. Jay-Z said, take the money. <laughs> she was like, no. So everybody's like, oh, I'll take the dinner. He said, I put out CDs, music. He said, I'd rather for you to take $14.99 and go and buy my CD. 444 tells you what to do and how to do about your money and how to invest it. He said, and then take that money and go and invest it. What you going to sit and dinner for me for? I already gave you the blueprint. Now, if you didn't listen to it, you ain't getting that. You sitting at dinner with me is going to do what? Once you leave me, I'm going home. I'm still rich. You broke with a full stomach. And when you burp shit and sleep, you're going to be back with an empty stomach. He said, think smarter, people, not harder. I said, yo, I love him even more. Everybody's like, oh, but he can give you. If you don't have no money and you going to dinner, or you can get 50000 or a million dollars. Oh, but you can get his knowledge. You don't take knowledge well on a grumbling stomach. And your kids are looking at you. But you can take some of it. If you got bad credit, find a way to fix your credit. Or you can go and invest in some things. Or you can go and start your brand. Or you can, there's a plethora of things you can do. And take a chunk out and go a little food shopping. Cook at home. But you know what we'll do? We'll take a dinner or we'll take the money and go boil out and go and find our friends. And we'll take them out and we're boiling. We got a new bag and we got new clothes. Because most people only think of what to do for the weekend. They don't want to know what you're doing down the line six, seven years. Microwave society. But I got that. And I'm like, I need y'all to step out, to own your power, to come from behind the curtain. If spirit gave you a message, share it with the world or share it with yourself. Don't dim your light because I don't care who's been around. I was invited. So you already know the power I possess. And last I checked, thieves don't rob empty houses. People don't want to see, people don't douse Fires that's not lit. <laughs> Fuck you gonna pour it on a log. And no one hates on someone just because. Your haters, your people that want to see you fail, all of them see the power you possess. The sad part is you don't see it. You don't see your greatness. You don't see your gift. You don't see your talent. And when you do see it, you want to give it away for crumbs because the first thing you want to associate yourself with is, Oh, because I didn't have it. I'm not going to overcharge people. 
I'm not overcharging nobody, but I'm you gonna respect my time and my gift because I know my worth. Oh, but you know, people don't have it. Then change your audience. Change your audience. Oh, because you know, no, change your audience. Stop. Why, why, are you, why are you targeting? If I sell candles and my candles are 60, my cups were $25 a cup. My mugs, $25. Oh, but I, I, I would sell mine for five. I'm not. 25. My hoodies was 55. So, oh, but nobody's not going to buy it. No, you're not going to buy it. I know plenty of people that have brought it already. Already. And they love the quality. They love the mugs. They loved all of that. So, change your audience. Or, if you don't believe in yourself, find, find something to, to build up your self-esteem. Perfect your craft. But stop sitting there selling yourself short. Stop building a mansion to go sleep outside in the garbage can. Stop. Because they are not going to respect your gift or your talent. What they're going to respect is the free shit you will keep on offering. And when it's time for you to say, hey, but you know, this is how much I charge. And one thing that I really want y'all to know, because people are quick to do that. Don't allow no one to put a price on your stuff. Listen, my general readings are $85, right? $85. This one lady was like, oh, she sent me 40 I said, what's this for? You want uh, a vintage session? Oh, I thought you were reading. No. And I sent, oh, oh, so when was it 40 Five years ago. Huh? Yeah, five years ago. Damn near. No. Oh, yeah, that's about right. But anyway, can you read me? Sure, when you send the rest of the payment, or you can take this back. Oh, well, send it. Okay, here, bye. Send it back. You're going to send it back? Yeah. So what can I get for 40 Nothing. A handshake. How you doing? Returned. Okay, well, I'm going to send you the rest. And when you send the rest, we can do this reading. I'm not here to haggle with no one. I don't work in the swap meet. This is not a flea market. Oh, but tarot readers, I don't care what you say about tarot readers. You know when the people that complain about tarot readers, real talk, are the ones that wanted to learn how to do it and they couldn't, or the ones that are shams and they don't know what to do. They don't know their ass from their elbow. For real. I'm not worried about how you feel. Guess what? You don't get a service from me, so why are you worrying about what I do? Go sweep in front of your door before you come and sweep in front of mine. Real talk. Oh, I don't believe in tarot readers. That's okay. Tarot readers don't believe in you. So <laughs> we're batting a thousand. <laughs> Go with grace, honey. No, don't you mean God? No, with grace. Because you keep on fucking with Ephi Bear, you're going to get this foot in your ass. Real talk. Yeah, I, I'm that one. So, uh-uh. Do not allow people to set your price. Don't allow people to dictate who you are. Don't allow people to dim your light. You don't dim your light. Do not match energies. We walking in rooms changing atmospheres. Do not sit there and sacrifice your company and your brand. Oh, because I love her. No, I love you too and I appreciate it. But I don't need you to suffer because somebody that I don't know, and even if I know them, that I don't associate with. Because grown-ups don't do that. Business owners don't do that. Entrepreneurs don't do that. Healers don't do that. Root workers don't do that. Conjurers don't do that. 
Priests and priestesses don't do that. Why would I, as a human being, as a female, as a woman, as a friend, would want you to sacrifice your business, your brand, your money, your income, your wealth, your luck, to go and argue with somebody for me? Great. That's a cute gesture if we was in junior high school or public school. We're not. We're grown-ass people with bills and adults problems. I don't need you to go and disrespect yourself because somebody said something to me on social media. Nine times out of ten, they don't live in me. They may live in a whole new different state. Why am I going to worry about those people? And I don't want you to neither. Fuck those people. They're just where they are. Blocked behind me and in the past, worrying about some shit that might have happened years ago or even a day ago. Who cares? Ain't got nothing to do with us. We have moved on. We are excelling. When folks that try to hit me up or I see them out in the street and I know I don't fuck with them and they go, hey, how you doing? I'm succeeding. And the people that are with me succeeding and prospering and flourishing as well. And I keep it moving. That's it. Why am I worrying about how somebody feel about me? Why am I going to keep on standing in the background? It is going to be 2024, my darlings. It is time for you to step out in your greatness. It is time for you to walk in your path. It is time for you to walk like you got three trillion ancestors walking behind you, in front of you, and on the left and the right of you. I need you to walk in your greatness. Stop lowballing, playing low, playing small for people that don't even know they ass from their elbow. People that want to clout chase, that want to sit and run behind somebody because they want to attach themselves to somebody. That's the worst. The worst that I've seen. I've seen uh, quite a few people where they just attach themselves to people. So, but then the sad part is when they get called on the carpet, they don't show up. They don't show up. They do not show up because they are not the ones. They're clout chasers. They're trauma bonds. They're, they're mimicking. But they, they know the right thing to wear because somebody else is writing their script. They know how to word things. They know how to stand up and be in the front with pictures. But when you put them on the carpet and say, hey, do this, and what's this for, and why you do this, they don't know shit. And if they do, it's something that they heard from somebody else's life. So they're just regurgitating the story that's been told to them. Nah. <laughs> do you. Be authentic. God loves that. I love that. The world loves that. And if you haven't seen, we are needed out here. I don't need to be impressing nobody on social media. My, my journey in my life is out in the street for people. So they can talk. Do you know if the internet stops today or tomorrow, half of these people will lose their fucking shit? Because they live for this. I don't need you to do that. I need you to live. And to be able to have an online as well as offline life. For all of those I want to share with you, um, I do have the New Year reading up. It is 180. If you would have ordered it today on Cyber Monday, it would have been 120. But it reads from January to June. This is my last year of doing this, my darling people. So you get a New Year's reading and you can book it. 
Cash App, PayPal, Zelle, Apple Pay, all accepted. But you read from January to June. So sign up before it's too late. Love you. Bye.